Help is in the way, Davey. Great, Scott. I feel need, need for speed. Cowabunga, dude. You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Welcome to When Harry Met Movies podcast. This is my dad, dad. Hey, how are you? God, I've really botched that one up, I think. No, it's fine. Why do you think you botched it up? Oh, I just think I did it wrong, but yeah. And it's Father's Day, I think. Well, it will be this week. It'll be, for, this comes out on a Friday and Father's Day is on Sunday. So we're doing like a, kind of a related film in a way. Yay! Which I'll explain when I get yeah. to that bit. So when you tell the listeners all about our podcast. Well, basically, my father shows me... <laughs> My father. My father, the fanciest version of the podcast. Basically, my dad shows me films from his childhood, slash adulthood, slash films he likes, slash series, slash books, I guess. Um, books we've done a little bit, but well, we've done with films, haven't we, related yeah, to the books? And then we've reviewed the book every day. Yeah, we've read the book and done a film. Yeah. Slash something else. But yeah, we mainly do films that I've grown up watching or films that mean a lot to me and I love. Yeah. Name one. Well, this is a perfect example, so what film are we doing? Is it called Chef? Yes. And then it's called Chef or like food, I think. No, it's called Chef. So this came out in 2014, so this is yeah. actually one of the newest ones we've done. Um, came out four years before, before after I was born. Five. Five, yeah. 2009. Ha, so. I'm, old, I'm older than this film. But it's, it's, but it, but it's older than Oliver. Yeah, I was like six, seven, I mean, whatever. So, what how do you always start with podcasting? Basically, I give, give Dad numbers, lines, mm-hmm. and he has to tell a story. I'm going to give you a, one and a half lines. I'll, do I'll give you one. One? One's hard. For this film? Yeah. It's just the most simplest plot ever. No, because I think there's two points to the story. Yeah, okay, two lines. Um, so... Chef is about Carl Casper, who's a prodigy chef who has become stagnant. After a blow up with a critic, he starts, gets a food shop, truck with his son, and heads out on the road. You yeah, need yeah, one sentence. That's like two or three, to be honest. That you cheater! Naughty. Yeah, so I picked this film because it's. I was saying I thought this was a film that's essentially its core about a father and son. Yeah. I just thought it's quite a good example. And it's also one of the films I think is massively underappreciated and not many people have seen. So the reason I don't know this one which I picked when I was watching this one, this one has the most simplest part, but I get into more some a lot better. I don't know why. Right, so should I give you some facts about the film? Yes, go ahead, father. So Box office, it, it was a, budget was only 11 million, which isn't a lot at all for no. a film like this. Um, I guess it doesn't really need 11 million pounds. Yeah, there's, there's not a lot of people in it as well, if you think. Um, it only took 48 million, and for a year, it was 130 in the box That's office. not good. Well, like I said, that's the only thing a lot of people have seen this. I think it's one of those films that no one really knew what it was about. It's more than uh, The top five films that year were Transformers Age of Extinction, the Hobbit Battle of the Five Armies, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, Maleficent, and The Hunger Games, Mockingjay, part one. So actually, one, two, three of those were parts in the in this franchises. Guardians was the start of the franchise, and Maleficent was a God. Disney Disney film. So actually, the top five were quite big films to compete with. You look for the third Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Yeah. And also, you saw, have you seen the new trailer for Transformers? Yes. It looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah. Look at that. We're what? I can't wait to watch Galaxy. I'm going to cry. The film stars John Babrew, who writes, directs, and stars in it. Um, as Carl Casper, it's got John. It's got As his mate Martin, Oliver Platt pops up as Ramsey Michael, the critic. Um, who else pops up in this? Black Widow, Tony Stark. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. in it. Um, Happy. Scarlett Johansson's in it. Well, that's John Labrador. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. So, um, yeah. let's talk about this, film. This is the ultimate time oh, no. What's in your hand? There's money. Questions. Ow! Money. Right, hold on straight away. We haven't applied. I make them all round. I make them look neat, but Dad doesn't. Most iconic scene. Right, it's difficult because it's such a new film. Yeah. But for me, it's when they're cooking sandwiches and they're consuming cheese and everything melting and stuff like that. Just saying, you bought. If you watch your, you might want to have a four, a five course meal with you because you'll be starving by the end of it. Anyone? I think, yeah. yeah I, you wouldn't I, What character would you like to do a spin off with? Probably the son. His friend, I thought. Yeah, his friend or the son because I would like to see how his son meet, like, if when he grows up and his pocket. Should they make a sequel? For, no. I think if he did a sequel, it would be pretty obvious what they'd do. They'd probably do it where he starts getting too big for his boots again and starts not spending time with his son and then eventually. Yeah. If that's what I don't imagine it would go down with. Who would you punch? The critic. Yeah, the critic? No, because at the end. But Star won't punch No, I'd punch the, the owner of a restaurant at the beginning. Yeah, true. Um, Which has like a punch line, I always say that. Favourite character? Two, I can't choose one. <laughs> Who are you thinking? Probably his friend. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah. His friend's called Martin. That's a Ouija in it. Is there anything you would like from the film? One of the sandwiches. <laughs> then, you, then when it warms out. Yeah, but. But it could be infinite. Uh, favorite scene. I like, just in general, the scenes where they're just like doing stuff in the van and they're all like yeah. interacting and stuff like that. No, what I know what I do like. I like how um, when when he's trying to get the people to help him and he can't, and then his friend comes over and just sort of whistling and sort of talking and they're fine. And they just all come over, he's like... And a question? This is an easy one, I think. Which character would you say is most like me and which character would I most say is like you? Probably the cook. But main character? I did say to Dad that he looked a lot like him. I don't know. Lack, lack the hair, but nose. Who would I be? The son. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of quite an obvious one. But you probably can't make sandwich like them. Let's talk about the film. So, did you get why I picked this? Yeah, because about Father and Son, Father's Day. <coughs> why else? I would have picked this anyway, yeah. it just happened that it was a good choice for this. I have no idea. Do you not think it's like such a nice film? Yeah. Like, so the basic plot is that he's like, the idea is that he's this chef that is. Jesus. Becomes really famous makes really good food and then just keeps making the same food and what got him there was creativity and trying different stuff and when he gets there he runs this restaurant with this guy and, he sh- and it shows you doesn't it he's doing all he's making all these recipes at night staying there late and then when he wants to change the menu the owner keeps saying no 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 because everyone wants that your favourites so it's a bit like a singer like someone like Ed Sheeran yeah <laughs> a bit like go see Ed Sheeran and he yeah. just plays a load of new songs you've never heard of well, that's what he does no but 
the fans still want the hits that they know him for. So, do you know what I mean? Like, songs they know him for, they want to hear. So if you if you played none of the songs that anybody heard and just played a load of new stuff, people would be like, oh yeah, that's cool. But at the same time, they'd be like, yeah, but I came here to listen to Thinking Out Loud or Shape of You or something like that. And, and it's a similar sort of thing. That's what the owner's saying is that they've come here because you're really good at this and you're really good at that. That's what they want to try. Yeah. And that's what the critic says is that you're just doing the same stuff and it's boring. Yeah. So then he goes on Twitter, doesn't he? Because he doesn't understand Twitter. His son gets him on Twitter. All the Twitter. And he tweets him thinking it's like... <laughs> Sending someone a text, <laughs> and everybody can read it, and it becomes like an argument. Yeah, <laughs> and I quite like. So that's kind of kind of the first part of the story is him is him <laughs> basically getting sacked, or oh, well, quitting, doesn't he, the restaurant? And then the second part is him getting this food truck. Stop mimicking me. Okay. He's getting a food truck and <laughs> connecting with his son. So his son, tell, tell us about his son. What's his son doing in the film? His son basically, his son doesn't really like his father. No, he does. He does, but he doesn't, he gets big. He doesn't spend, his dad keeps doing things with him, like. Yeah, like he took them to film and you hear, hear Iron Man in the background. And it is Iron Man, yeah. Do you know Do why it? it's Iron Man? Why? Because it's a sponsor. No, because John Belveroux is the director of Iron Man. Oh yeah, he is actually, I forgot about that. But his son, like, he gets a food truck and he, he his dad basically get, forces him to, like, clean it and then he gets upset and then he talk. And then I can't remember what the, what the character Luigi's name is in this. Uh, Martin. Martin. He's the same guy which plays Luigi, so that's why I keep calling him Luigi. And, like, he's all happy with him. And, like, they start cooking and, like, he gets, like, burned so he doesn't care and he starts cooking. It's really cool. I'm just not more. Yeah, but yeah, um, so. You said to me, yeah. oh, like, he, oh, he keeps on tweeting about it and that makes it popular. Yeah, you said that, like, the actual How? food looks amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not really hungry because I keep on thinking of the food. Yeah, you said that the food looks amazing and you said that because he was doing, John Bavry was doing all the knife stuff and like chopping things and you were like, um, oh. Oh, that's really cool how he does that and stuff like that. And I said to you when we were watching it that they have like a consultant on the film I forget what the guy's name is but his deal was I will come and be your consultant because he's quite a famous chef on the deal that John Bavreau takes it seriously and does it and does things like a chef would do them not like what looks on film like it's it's good it's good he should be doing it properly so like what have got even down to how he folds it like an oven cloth, and, like a hot cloth, and ties it onto his finger. How he, wonder, how he like, cleans down and everything is all. They have those people there, yeah. Mm. I wonder if like all the people have to eat that sandwich. Like if they had loads of spare sandwich, you have to. The, the thing is, you don't have to pay me to like edit this film. Just give me one of those sandwiches, and I'll be happy. Feed me, and I'll be happy. Yeah, I think. Well, I think obviously like a plate, but I bet you the food on the set was pretty nice. <laughs> I imagine there was a lot of um. Because it, 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 cause all, a lot of it's done genuinely and stuff. But I, I imagine there was a lot of nice food going about on that set. You must have been hungry by then, if I that. But yeah, like, no way to get the beef when they try it, and it's in those that big oven, and there's like four of them. Yes. And they get there, and it says on the door, it says sold out, doesn't it? And he goes, oh, no, no, I'll be all right. And they go in, and he goes, I've got four left. And he goes, oh, we'll have four then. That place is a genuine place. It's called, I've got it right down here. Franklin's Barbecue in Austin, Kent. Oh, Austin, Barbecue. Um, 
fat is genuine by lunchtime, it's so low. They can't make enough to keep on top of it. Like all the people come and get by the joints to take them. So it's kind of they do all their business in the, in the morning. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Why? I should have had like some snacks there. Keep... It's nice though, isn't it? It's, the food looks amazing. Um. <laughs> We're hungry now. So what do you think of the, the relationship between him and his son? I do like how it slowly evolves and stuff. I like how it, it's, it starts with him. It starts with argument you just touched on where they argue yeah. over. So they argue over, he's cleaning, aren't they? They're cleaning the van because the van's a mess, isn't it? Yeah. And they're cleaning the van and there's a, a pan or something and the son just bins it. Stop copying me. <laughs> and the, I'm not. I'm just moving son my just hands. bins it. And then the, Casper says to him, um, or Carl, he says to him, Carl! Yeah, clean that out. He shouts like, doesn't he? Yeah. Treat, he starts treating him like a chef. And then he, he goes and apologises and says, you know, well done on what you've done. And then they go and buy some equipment and he buys him a knife. They just give a kid a knife. No, he's like, yeah, but no, what he's saying to him is, that's what he's saying though. He's saying like, you're... You've earned this. You've earned the respect to have a proper chef's knife. Yeah, chef knife. <laughs> it kind of makes... Um, it's like a, a stepping stone, isn't it? Because yeah. then after that, like you say, he, he starts becoming a chef. Yeah, and like he, like he calls him over. Yeah, I've got, like, I've got a, a couple of burns and a couple like stab, stab wounds or something like that. What else does he say? Do you remember? I can't remember. What does he say he's drank? Oh yeah, he says, I drank beer! Yeah, because they give him a, a swig of beer. But it's very clever about it. It's, it's kind of a journey. I think I, I remember when I was younger, I had a moment like that where my dad let me try it. Did you like it? No, and that's, that's the point. I'm never having beer. I'm not a fan of lager anyway. I don't like the taste of it, really. He's going to get drunk on holiday. <laughs> not, not off lager, I wouldn't. But <laughs> I, bet I don't mind it as like a shandy with a bit of with lemonade. <laughs> a bit of lemonade, a bit of shandy. But, um... I'm not a massive fan of lager, so actually my my dad did something similar where he made you try it because you wouldn't like it. So if I gave you you, you wouldn't like it, so you wouldn't drink it. I want to drink so it, it the takes, smell. So it takes that um, desire away yeah. to have it because it's like a lot of kids want to drink beer because it's like oh, I mean adults can have beer. Um, it smells like poison and light of food. What he does is he lets him have it, knowing that he's not going to like the taste. It smells like so gasoline. He's. It actually smells like gasoline, and if you drank it, you could, and you burp, you could become a dragon. You could, because of how it's in your breath and like it, dragon man. <laughs> you basically there was bit, pretty much throughout the film. All you were saying was, oh, "I want to eat that." Yes, and what's I had. What's that? What's that food, Dad? What's that? What's that? Thing is, I had a muffin and I had to go get a packet of crisps, and I was so tempted to go get like a five, like a McDonald's after that. Also, did that ask him to go get a McDonald's? Like I say, it's just. I always think like there's a bit where you make a, a cheese sandwich, grilled cheese sandwich, and he just puts the bread on, and he lays the cheese, and you were like, "What's that?" And I was like, "It's just like a oh my God. grilled cheese sandwich." But it just looks amazing mm -hmm. because of how he's, obviously all the quick cooking equipment he's got at home is just ridiculous. 
Because he's got like a fat hot plate he's got with cost yeah. thousands. I'm so hungry now. I'm gonna... <laughs> I, I, I expect you to cut. It always makes me want to have a cheese toast here. You want one of the sandwiches, don't you? I can't remember what they're called, but... I just want food right now. <laughs> do, you like, do you like how the, the ex-wife, the kid's mum, you kept saying she knows she, why she could get any, wanted to get a food truck, you realised that she was actually... She knew what she knew what it would do, didn't she? She knew it would make him happy. And also, I said that they're going to get back together. Mm-hmm. Which they do by the end, because she still loves him. Most Maybe of part of it is she fell out of love with him because he, she loved the passion and the, the love he had for, for his, what he did and he, he lost that and when he lost it that means he was a different person. Yeah. Did, did you like how the son made a point that, it's one of my best, for me it's one of my favourite bits of the thing where the, he's telling them about Twitter or something like that yeah. isn't he and he goes, oh I like doing this and he's like, what? And he's like, hanging out. And he's like, we always hang out. He goes, no, no, doing stuff. He goes, but we always do stuff. And he's like, no, no, like this, like learning off each other. Yeah. What I like is the Twitter birds. I keep saying, no, the Twitter birds, they're attacking. Yeah, I think James think it's a really kind of use of social media on it. Like how they put it on the screen so you can see it. It's quite, I think it's quite a clever use of how, like, like you say, like they tweet and it'll just, like a little. Twitter bird. Twi- tweet will come up on the screen and then like you say you have a twitter sound and the bird flies off as if it's sent a message to the world or whatever <laughs> and then obviously he's using <laughs> the uh, video thing isn't he the one second clips were hilarious but some of them weren't one second yeah, face and he also said it's one second a day and some of them from, from the same day false advertising I want to keep the kids serious but false advertising but it's really cool Ali, he does that video at the end and stuff and that's what makes his father realise like you should have that full time as well. The restaurant, I guess. So yeah, tell me about that. What do you mean? Like he gets a restaurant, doesn't he? Well, well, you're on about a bit before that. Yeah, so it's like they come, they they drive him a truck back, aren't they, from yeah, like wherever they are, like Mexico, or whatever. And, like, he says he can't help with school and stuff, and he says he can't. Might have to stop helping, and he realises the ones that he feel like he should help when he, after he's done the homework and stuff. Do you understand why? Because he realised how successful that moment were about him. We should and, get a food truck. And do you think he realises that it wasn't about, for his son, it wasn't about the cooking and stuff, it was about... Yeah. We should get a podcast truck. If anyone's down, please please send us a way to make a podcast truck. And what would you do? Go around and record the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, so we're here in New York City recording a podcast. And then, what you were then touching on, and what happens next is what you would... Like he gets a risk jump from the guy which hates him. Which so you have a critic, but the critic doesn't hate him. This is what you, I think you've like, Why do you have to be so harsh, that man? No, well, he, yeah, the problem is, so a critic like that, it's all about how many clicks they get on more articles. Because that's how they earn the money. Okay? The more popular they are. <laughs> so if they just say, oh, the food wasn't very great, two stars, that's not going to get much. The food, but if they put, like if they all the romantic dish was raw. They've got to be creative with a writing, otherwise it's, no one's going to read it. That's the food was raw. And obviously he didn't realise that Carl didn't understand Twitter, so when he tweeted him and said, oh, I can't remember what he says, but when he says he, he's offensive too, he thought it was like... Personal. It, no, he thought it was a bit of banter they were doing between them to build up... Just like a bit of fun, sort of like, 
bit of interaction or whatever. That's not what it was, because he didn't realise it was public, and then he took offence, and it became back and forth. So then at the end, he turns up at the food truck, doesn't he? And what does he do? He gives him a restaurant. Where he invests in, doesn't yeah. he? So they can buy it, because he's, he's bought a building, because he wants, because obviously he's a food critic, because he loves food. You're not gonna. You it was raw. You wouldn't be like a film critic because you hated films. You do it because you love films. I totally love films, all of them. Totally not a couple. So it's like, it's like a, that's the whole point of it. But at a point, you were like, oh, I don't like the cricket. And I was like, no, no, but <laughs> he doesn't not like him. Actually, he liked him an awful lot. And what he, what he doesn't like is that he became just flat and didn't, didn't. Use his creativity and his talent. Because that's a stupid restaurant. What about the yeah, starch, the yeah, cum, yeah. cum pan. We can't say that word I think we'll get told. When. Okay, so I can. So yes, as you say the word. When you get sweaty between your legs and your genitals, you can say that word. <laughs> Not um, bad. People put like talc on it yeah. and stuff, and obviously they're in a hot country, they're in a, traveling in this band, it gets hot and stuff. And in kitchens, you have this stuff called corn starch. Corn starch, yeah, which is like a stuff you throw and you pop down and you roll down and stuff like that and things like that so it's a similar sort of stuff but it's, it's usually yellow and then um, so when he's driving with van, his mate Martin and it's at night he he reaches for his corn stuff because he's getting sweaty and pours it down his pants just as the sun wakes up his son's called Percy because you made a comment about Percy Jackson, yeah. Which I, it's on Disney Plus, but it now says it's coming out 2024, and I cannot wait that long. But, um, <laughs> he always gets Percy Jackson into a show, into an episode. Just because it's on Disney Plus now, and it says it's coming out soon, I am outraged. Yeah. No. And, um, you chill. Tell about this. Okay. Um, but he's like, Dad, 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 he's putting corn, corn starch down there. And his pants. And his pants. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, give me some. And then he put them the sun does it as well, doesn't he? Yeah, and that's like, cool. You said there's a bit like me in the car. Then there's a bit, yeah, where um, him, I, I could hard to describe it for listeners and a visual, but like, basically, Dad loves to listen to songs and I like to sing along. And it's where a scene where and my, brother, my brother sometimes just stares off. But it's a scene where Dad is, there's a scene where, not Dad, where, um, Carl and what if this friend Martin. Martin they're singing and they're singing is like a Latin version of sexual healing which is quite sort of song and it's and like the, the music yeah. time is getting to the bit where everybody knows and Perth. they start singing it and Percy's just there like freak like, just like, laughing and stuff not laughing like he's just looking like he's like that's just our family dad I dad might pop up image what I mean but depends if he can you want to raise I can't think what they're called but the things like, like donuts as well Oh, stop making me hungry! Which is cool, another nice scene I like where they get... So wherever they go, they go out, don't they, and they get food to, to, to cook, so they get fresh ingredients. And they go to New Orleans, which is from the Guinea, is a place they kind of said they want to go to the entire time. So they go to New Orleans, and it's because you can get these things, I can't remember what they're called, but like donuts, but square. I want them. And um, they're apparently the best ones in New Orleans. And when they get there, they go and get some of them. And the son goes to the dad goes, oh, so where are we going now? And he's like, no. And he's like, do we not need to get food? And he's like, no. He goes, so what are we doing? He goes, just thought we'd get some of these and chill. And, and he like, goes, that's the chalk, doesn't And it's it? like a, a moment, he realises what actually, they've sort of bonded and stuff. 
<laughs> I'm annoying Dad this episode a lot. So, I picked the film, I know what our school score is. So what is Five. your score? Really? Yes. Straight off, without even debate. Why? I just think the film, I think I found it really good. I found the message really good and it made me really hungry. Which is a good thing. Because that means I can eat more food. So, I'm really what do you think I'm scoring it? Five. Why? Just, I think, yeah, yeah. it doesn't even really. Yeah. No the way. reason I picked this is because it's one of my favourite films. I would argue, I was thinking about it when we were watching it, and I said to you, I'd probably watch this twice a year. Twice a year, exactly, every single day. If it's on, I'd watch it, but it's generally not on anything, so I tend to just seek it out every now and then because I think it's quite chilled yeah it's a film you can just watch and put on and if you miss a bit it's not too much thing like you said it's quite a simple story I like the story Um, food's great stop making me hungry but um, I always think it's a nice film and like I said I think it's one of those films that's massively hungry I would say it's in my it's definitely in my top 10 number 10 top potentially one. top 5 films top 2 maybe what I think I think it, I think your top films always fluctuate quite a lot. So, like, you might say your favourite film is, say, Mrs. Downfire View or something like that. But I would say, well, if, if you pick what your favourite comedy is, I could say it's probably Hot Fours. If you say what's your favourite action film, it's probably Rocky Four. Do you know what I mean? Like, like a sports film. But then, remember, The Titans is also one that I Do love. Do you remember The Titans? Um, I do not remember The Titans. Favourite Christmas film? That's Christmas easy, Carol. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, you hit these sort of... And, but this is kind of like, what is this? Is it like a family drama? Is it a family feel-good film? Is it? Yeah, it's fun. It's difficult to classify this. What I would say is quite interesting, what I think, is so John Vavreau, let's just talk about this guy. So this is a guy that made a Christmas film. Is that like Christmas main guy? What? Just the main guy? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. He's he writes, acts and directs this film, yeah? So, he made his Christmas film. He's made one Christmas film, Elf. Right. So, in a lot of people's top five films, Elf is in it. Right. He then did a superhero film, Iron Man. Basically started the MCU with that film. And in theory, in a lot, quite a few people's top five Marvel films, a lot of people would put it in it based on the fact it's the one that started it all. If it didn't work... It wouldn't. You wouldn't have what you've got now. He then makes this film, which I think is just like a great feel-good film. Like I said, um, he acts in some stuff and that. But then he's also now got involved in Star Wars. And what's he? Been, what's he created in Star Wars? Mandalorian. Mandalorian, which is arguably the best Star Wars thing since. Better boat, better since the original Boba trilogy, Fett. potentially. Boba Fett. And. I just think he's one. Of, he's a very, very clever guy. It's very like, it's almost like he does something good and then just moves on to a different type of style. Like, but I, I think Star Wars is now his thing that he's going to be heavily involved. I in. I gave you my blessing. Goodbye. Yeah. Come on. But so yeah, I just think he's quite a talented guy. And like I said, I think we're still much oh. underrated. So that's a five star film, which basically means when I say it's the, the best film ever, I would say it's it's a great film, um, <laughs> because it's subtle. So, like you said, it's simple, isn't it? Essentially, the story is a boy and a dad. The dad doesn't realise that the kid just wants to spend time with him and not necessarily do things. And I think 
parents miss that an awful lot. So that's the basic essence of the story. And the fact that he's basically a chef that's fallen out of love with what he's doing and he has to go, go all the way to the bottom to build back up again. Right, Some people right. said that's actually the story of John Favreau's film career. Because he did Elf. Then he did a couple of films that didn't do well. Rise um, up. Rise up. Back on the street. It's kind of like he's gone back up again. Rise up. Done. So. I do. Done. We always do like a little bit of a question thing and stuff. And things. Question so I thought time. we'd mix this up a bit with being part of the day. And oh, it's damn. kind of based on the, the thing from Chef where the son, like I said, there's two scenes where the son basically just says that he enjoys spending time with his dad doing whatever. I want you to tell your stories because mine. No. Okay. So what we've decided, we're going to just talk about a few moments between us, and I'm sorry this is a bit self-indulgent and we're not discussing for films, but moments between us that we've enjoyed, or things about each other. So. One of my favourites is, because I don't know what, it was in lockdown, okay. and this is when we've just moved to my mum's house. Okay, I think I know where you're going with it. Yeah, and we had... It was Halloween, <laughs> yeah, done. And because it was, it's really hard to not think of it in that. But we had a door on a Okay, well, I'll stop you here. I'll share this on our social medias when this episode comes out so people can see it. But, go on. Yeah. but basically, we had a door on our frame, but now we don't, sadly. And because um, it was locked down, we couldn't go out. So we had to, we got dressed up, I think, and we knocked on the door. And Dan was had like a box of things he dressed up as. And each time I did a door, he was dressed with someone else and he did different costumes and it was hilarious. I think that was one of my favourite things we've done together. So if he listeners didn't get quite what you said. Yeah, because it's really hard what to... What's Harry basically saying is during lockdown, trick or treating wasn't really something that people could do. So I didn't want <coughs> to mi- yeah, so I didn't want the kids to miss out, so I just asked Nikki if I could go round and I could do something and kinda of gave her an idea of what. She took you two upstairs, got you, I don't think you got changed, I think you were just in your pyjamas. I've had to change my shorts several times. But you came downstairs, and every time you knocked on the front door, I changed the door number, and I was dressed in something different. <laughs> yeah. I gave you sweets, so that it was like you were going to different houses. Yeah, also my, one of my favourites is, um, it was it was actually the really beginning of lockdown, and basically I missed my last day of my primary school because my brother had a cough, and... Every single day you gave me Lego challenges and I don't have any of the builds left but I have got some videos. Mm-hmm. I've still got some too. Yeah. And like I remember the first time we could actually see you. And uh, you have that on the jumper and I think somewhere. Yeah, the image on the jumper, yeah. And it's one of the favourite that's the one image I remember a lot. So what you're saying is that there was a because because all of us are cough and because of how COVID was because it was just before it, it was, yeah, it was yeah, so you got a cough and it was then advised if you got a cough you have to stay isolated for two weeks and then the country, went, the country went into lockdown a couple of days later so actually the world completely changed while you were locked away already in lockdown so then what I decided to do was I didn't come into the house even though I was technically allowed so that no. I could you bring can't. stuff to you both and okay. your mum and so could I could go get bread and milk and all the basics for you. And could you keep us sane? I was so going I, insane in that yeah, house. And then I was coming, like, every day just talking to you out the door. I do. And there was a day, isn't there? Yeah. And if you want, I can share that video, because I've got that video too. <laughs> it was the best day ever. I didn't think we were in the garden. <laughs> I didn't actually think we were. No, we, we used to go for walks, and I'd walk, like, ten metres behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got pictures of you and Oliver walking together and I'm behind. Yeah. I did not like that because I went insane in that house. Any others? 
I'm trying to think of a couple. Do you want me to talk about some? Yeah, I think of some. I enjoy things like going to Comic-Con with you. Yes. Because, to me, I've always said Comic-Cons are amazing because everyone's included. And you always feel a little bit out of place in the world. And Comic-Cons, you know. Yeah. And actually, what I've really... <laughs> I've got one. So we've been to like three or four now, four, I think. Is that as they've gone on, watching <laughs> you from the first one where you'd be really shy to now where you'll go and talk to guests. And... You'll go up to people and I'll say, oh, do you want a picture of them? And you go, yeah, yeah. And especially the last one, I was pushing you to go, if you want a picture, go ask them. And you go, oh, can I have a picture? And I'll take a picture with you and yeah. stuff like that. I've got, cool. I've got, I've got one more. This one's not really one. I, it's like one of the best movies I've done, but it's one which made me laugh. And um, basically, finally, Dad said we could get new beds. And we had to stay in Dad's room. And me, we were in my Dad's room, yeah. And we, Dad's building bed. It, and we just stood here and just loads of not good words and screamed and yelled and um, it was really hilarious because I think I was able to build all those beds first. And I built your bed first because it's a bigger room I could get. And that. it was hilarious just hearing Dad's like sort of cursing all like I've never I think that I. They always built furniture now, but at some point you've got to swear at it. Yeah, but <laughs> Otherwise I, it doesn't work. But the thing is, I I think Dad get angry. But I've never seen him get this angry over bed. But when basically my mum had to come over and think Auntie Lisa had come over just to calm you down. No, she was coming over anyway. Yeah. And like, and mum came over to you to help you fix the bed and mum was able to build the bed with these. No, no. We built the other yeah. bed yeah. and then we had the exact same problems we had with the first bed because the instructions don't make sense. Because <laughs> she followed the instructions and said, oh no, this is how you do it. And when you follow the instructions, it explains... Basically, the bed's an angle... Is a I'll lift up. Yeah, lifts up. And when, where it tells you which way you want it to lift up, how it describes it yeah. is the opposite of how you think. So the person who's done the instructions has understood it. It doesn't tell you where the hinge should be. If you want it to lift to the left, if the hinge should be where, where, the, where you put the bolts, yeah. it, it says the, the wording of it can be taken either hinge to the left or hinge to the right. So it can describe like lift from the left or lift to the left. Yeah. And that's what the confusion was. But I did it the wrong that. one the first time. I remember the second time when your mum read it, she read it the same way as I read it the first time. It was hilarious though. So yeah. It was, that's why then I got some shelves in my room. Luckily, my mum dad did not build them. I would imagine, I could not imagine you were trying to build shelves if you couldn't build a bed. If that was one. That, I built the shelves. If you don't build the shelves, you buy the yeah. shelves. Yeah. She mum's drill, she just wanted, and I didn't want to break her drill. Also, I don't think mum would let you anyway, because you're so hungry out of bed. Um, I've got two, well, technically I've got three, so the podcast is one. Yeah, love this, this. This is us, this is our time. This is me. Together. Like you said, when we went to go to Comic-Con, you actually said to me, but you said about Comic-Con, you like going to Comic-Con because we get to make memories together. Yes. And then you said you like the podcast because when you have kids... You'll have something yeah, that you can show them and stuff. So you know, they know what, they'll always know what I'm like. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And that, just how you got with guests on the podcast yeah. from the first few guests to... Oh, like, don't now, listen to any of the first you know, hundred like, episodes. We haven't had a guest on YouTube, on YouTube yet, but we will no. do. Just don't I just wanted to get us a few episodes settled onto YouTube before we start getting guests. Yeah. And, um, Oh, there's there's a story, you probably don't even know this, though, remember what? this story. Um, I don't actually remember a lot of stories. So, 
we've always said to you when you get your money for Christmas and birthday, it's your money, once you spend it, it's gone. We take a certain amount, we might take a certain amount, put it in your savings, say, but as a general rule, obviously we won't like buying rubbish, but within reason. So we went to a toy shop. Um, oh no. You know, do you know the story? No. So went to a toy shop and this just to me epitomises you. And we, Oliver was with us and I don't know if your mum was, but I don't know if she was actually. So Oliver was just naturally looking at stuff and... Um, what toy shop was this? I can't remember. I think we went to the entertainer first, but you'll understand with the story why I can't remember. And Oliver was looking at Paw Patrol stuff. And you went, oh, I'll get him a Paw Patrol thing. And I said, no, 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 it's your money. If you want something, I'll get him a treat. And then you bought a few things. You said, oh, can I get this? He said, yeah, yeah, it's your money. You get what you want. And you only didn't see much of the entertainer. And then you said, oh, can we go to the other small toy shops? We went to Smith's. And you're into Smith's. And you bought, and the second we walked in there, Little bit smart ass like you. <laughs> Walked straight to the Paw Patrol stuff. Picked up, I know, the latest Paw Patrol thing. And I was like, what do you want that for? You don't watch Paw Patrol. <laughs> he said, I'm getting it for Oliver. And I went, <laughs> and I went, I've already told you about I'll I'll buy Oliver somebody one. And you went, you've told me it's my money. I can, I can buy what I want with it. And I want to buy Oliver a toy. I was a little smaller. Which was, and I, so this was only a couple of years back, it was only a few years ago. And I thought, and that to me epitomises it, that you got your birthday money and your instinct was to spend some on him. Yeah. The one for me is when we play Goldeneye. Like, that's hilarious playing Goldeneye with Dad, though. Because Dad has an N64. Didn't you have a Goldeneye copy, but it broke? Or something like that. You what? Cause you, when I was young, okay. Yeah, because we had N64. I had N64. I've had an N64 before, yeah. Yeah. But you just don't keep them and you don't really think about they're going to be worth anything. But I love, I love playing Goldeneye with Dad. That's one of my favourite things to do. Be up you and Oliver and Goldeneye. Best thing ever. There is another story. Well, oh one no. final one. Is that your last one? Yes, I can't. Okay, I'm so not going to think. final one. So, for the listeners, it's something quite personal. Yeah, personal stuff. Um, so for the listeners, I've recently lost one of my friends. Yes, you have. And it's not been easy. He took his own life, sadly. And as we're recording, this is funeral is going to be in a couple of days, so it's not been a, a nice few times. And I always felt like I could. I felt bad because I could. I felt I should have helped him more. Um. Now every day I pick up Harry from school. He always says to. Oliver, how's your day been? And he's always, and Oliver always chats to me, he's always asking me, and we always ask each other and stuff. We did the usual sort of chat, and we're about, so we do that, and then usually he's over Pokemon Go or something like that, and we're just driving back, and suddenly out the back <laughs> of the car, this voice goes, How are you, Dad? Uh-huh. And I was like, What do you mean, mate? And you just went, Mum's told me what's happened, and I just wanted to check you're okay. And I was like, I won't lie to you, my eyes filled with tears at that point because I was like quite emotional about it. But I was like, how grown up is this boy now that he, he thinks everybody else first? For the listeners and the watchers, Harry's also got tears in his eyes like I am at the moment. Come on, give us a hug. Love you, mate. And it just makes me proud of a boy you've become, or of a man you've become, should I say. But you always think of everybody else. You upset you now, haven't you? <laughs> For the tissue.
So that's us in a nutshell to the listeners. I was quite emotional now, so it's <laughs> not going to probably speak much. But thanks a lot for listening and being supportive of our podcast. And now you understand maybe why I put so much effort into this podcast for my son. Hired help. Yes, I have your hired help. But I wouldn't do it for anybody else other than your brother. God help him if he had a podcast, he wouldn't shut up. I <laughs> hate that shop. He would eat opposite of me. He would not stop shutting up on the night you record. But, yeah, so, sorry this has probably been a little bit of a personal one, but I thought maybe Father's Day, I always say to people, when you go, do you enjoy your job? I said, yeah, yeah, I've got the best job in the world. And I go, oh, what's that? Oh, all right. Why is that? And I was like, because I'm a dad. I always see that my job allows me to be a dad. My dad, my job isn't being, I work making plastic products. Like, that's not injuries. my job. That's not my job. My job being your dad. Getting several injuries every single day. <laughs> and being Oliver's dad. You're just saying, we, I used to make up saying, how many injuries dad got today? Let's see, just count them all up. <laughs> But you had once had one on your head, didn't you? Yes. Like like that. Like Harry Potter. <laughs> so, say bye to the listeners. Bye bye. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye.